Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Because of course, the day you became born again, you were placed, your father shared a testimony. You, you know, I'm sure you know. He came with an eye issue. We prayed for him, but when he went home, long problem or something was healed. The doctor says, you went, you, went, you went with him in the doctor. What did the doctor say? It has disappeared. He said there was something clocked in his lungs. Infection. And it is clocked. So when we pray, your father has faith and you have no idea. When I'm praying for him, he holds it. Then he said that I will not be sick. He's saying all these things. When he went home, whether it was a vision or a dream, I don't know. But he saw somebody with a spatula removing something from his lungs. And the thing was coming out like bubbles. So the following day, he said, no, 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 no. This thing that has happened to me, let's go to the hospital. When they went, he told the doctor of the dream or the vision or whatever. The doctor said, okay, let's go and do a test. That's how I can show things or prove things. Then they brought the result. The doctor said, what? He said, this is impossible. He said, everything has cleared. Everything has cleared. Then he said, your father should drink some medicine, right? You know what your father told me? He said, why should I do that when I am healed? He was telling me on Friday. He said, he said pastor, why, why would, that is faith. You go to church, we pray for you. You go to the hospital for confirmation. You never believed in that healing. You never. If you begin to behave like a mere man, you will, die. You will, you will struggle. You will struggle. Yes, you might not see it, boom, like that. But every step of the way, you realize that there's freedom. There is plenty. There is abundance. There is this. There is no sickness. You, you can tell. You can tell that things, that you move on to the next stage and the next stage and the next stage. The reason why some of us don't appreciate what God does is that you want to be here and you want to see there. Meanwhile, the one that is happening here, you have not even seen it. You have not. You have not. So every day, God, why? So when there's any prayer that tells you that God is about to do something for you, then you are excited. What have you done with the one he has already done for you? 
What have you done with it? I mean, I'm in, I'm in the midst of people and I feel that maybe my body is getting cold or something. You mean that I say, I, I activate resurrection life. That's what I say to myself. So in my, in my mind, I, I see myself enter into it and then the thing is gone. When I travel to Europe during the cold, that's what I do. I don't like cold, bako, bako. But I survive. I said, in the name of Jesus, I enter into resurrection life. And I go everywhere. And I don't feel it. I don't, you think this is not real? It's so real. You haven't worked it out yet. Do you know when it looks like you are working it? When we say you are suffering, come and pray. Oh, Radiyeshwe, what is that happening in my father's house? So, hey, hey. That's why you are not working out. You are complaining before God. You are complaining. Look at all that he has made available to you. And the best thing that anyone can have is to be raised from the resurrection. Not only were you raised from the resurrection, he also made you sit together with Jesus. And still, you say your life can be like that? Don't blame Christianity. Don't blame Jesus. Don't blame God. Don't blame the Holy Ghost. Don't blame your pastor. Don't blame the church. Blame yourself. You have decided not to work the word. You have decided not to work the word. You ask yourself, how many times do you listen to the word of God? How many times do you open literally your Bible to see in there? After you have heard, see. See what is written. You don't. How would you work the word then? Some of you, the only time you, op- you will touch this your Bible or this your book is when you are about coming to church. But you never, you never sit after I've heard messages. Now I open the Bible and then, see me, where I gain strength from is the Bible. All I have to read is just one line and I feel like there's breath entering me. That's, what, that's how I receive strength. So much strength. Yes, we can all be down. But when you are down, what resuscitates you? What? How do you bounce back? You don't even know. Or it's in your head. So you, you'll be a complainer. A complainer. A complainer. A complainer. Oh God, this. Oh God, this. Oh God, this. Lord, my sickness. Lord, my health. Lord, my this. Lord, my that. And the Lord is saying, what should I do about them? I've given them to you. Use them. It's amazing, oh. You guys are like, we are like men with ammunition. With bullets all around, machine guns. And yet, we are running away of some thieves who are not even armed. They don't even have one. Because that's what the Bible says. They have been stripped of their power. Yet they are chasing you. Who has ammunition? And you are running. And then you go back and tell God, I don't understand why these people are chasing. That's why you are praying David's prayer. Eradi is not doing anything today for you. He's not. But those are the prayers that makes you excited. Feel like you are in church. Look at what Jesus did to them. He made 
of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. They have no power. They are empty. Yet, they are the same that chase us. They are the same that will take you off your marriage. They are the same that will take you off your money. They are the same that will take you off your business. May you not be overtaken by chance. Don't you understand? When the Bible says, a thousand shall fall on, is that uh, the left and the right? Is that it shall not come near you. But you see, if you don't work the word, if you're a believer, these things shouldn't take you by surprise. It is like the coming of Jesus Christ. How many of you know that we don't know the day and the time Jesus will come? How many of you know we don't know the time? That's what the Bible says, right? He said, we don't know that time. So how many of you believe that, know that? I'm not tricking you. <laughs> yes. The Bible says that as for the day and the time, we don't know, right? Because he will come like a thief. How many of you know that? <laughs> but is it really true that we don't know the day and time? You know that song? So beba no pa ye die ye nimo se wi ya enzu ye nimo sa ya na joa oni ave di nyoma bia hinta yen yesu e o di nyoma bia hinta yen you know this was a song that used to challenge used to do the thing for us wrong song you see, you will not understand until you know your scriptures. Has God hidden anything from us? Today, there is not a thing that God has hidden from you, including the day he's coming and the time. The fact that you don't know does not mean he has not made it aware to us. Can I show you? 1 Thessalonians 5.5 5. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction is coming upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. Look at it. But ye brethren are not in darkness that the day should overtake you as let's start from verse 1. But of the times and the seasons brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. It answers it. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief. In what? In the night. Beautiful. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them and travail upon, as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. But ye brethren are not in darkness meaning they are not the children of the night that the day should overtake you as a thief five ye are all children of light and the children of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness therefore let us not sleep as do others let us watch and be sober for they that sleep, sleep in the night. 
and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet of the hope of salvation. For God had not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we awake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even also, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish his people talk about us. But that is it. The Bible says you are the children of the day. Which means you know the day he is coming. You know what they will tell you? Even Jesus said the day and the time he does not know. He spoke like a son of man. He spoke as a son of man. Can you see this? So they are telling you you don't know when Jesus will come. So you go there, they are telling you, you know, there you are a whole lot of. You know what the Bible says in Colossians? Is it 22 25? Or so. And not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, having nourishment ministered and knit together, increased with the increase of God. Look at it. He says, Jesus is the head. That is where the ideas, thoughts, everything is. And the Bible says that for we are joined, it is joined to his body. Listen, there's nothing the head will do. The head can walk. The head can tick. The head can jump. The head must cause the body to do. Everything Jesus thinks is what the church will do. So we receive nourishment from the head. Can you see it? Verse 20. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world as in the world are ye subject to ordinances? We are living in the world like under structures, under policies, under this, under that. No, 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 no. It's like if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiment of the world, why are you now living in the world as such? Because as you died with him, you have been raised. And the policies and the structures that governs you is now different from when you were a mere man. The governance of sickness, diseases, etc., finances, you are not under that any longer. Listen, if you stay with the ordinances of this world with respect to your finances, you'll be so poor. You'll be so... Now, that, now, if you look at where we are going, you'll be so poor. So poor. I don't care which business you do. I just mentioned to you on Friday, how many of you have your businesses? And as part of your expenses, you have tithe that you pay on profit to the Lord. 21. Touch not, taste not, handle not, which all are to perish with using. 
after the commandment and the doctrines of men. Three things have indeed a show of wisdom in will, in real worship and hum- humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. Listen, the Lord wants you to understand who you have become. Not to subject yourself to ordinances of this world. If you think it is the work you do that will make you money, it is one of the ways to subject yourself to the ordinances. That is why the day your salary is not coming, there's no money coming from anywhere. There is no money coming from anywhere. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you must wait for the end of the month. Because you have subjected yourself to the ordinances of this world. Because that is how money comes. Now, the world tells you if you don't work, you don't make money. Is that correct? Okay. But where we come from is not like that. It's not like that. I gave you a prophecy. And I said, if you believe in God with your finances, very soon, your salary will become your tithe. Do you remember I said such a thing? Yes, your salary will become your tithe. Some of you, your salary doesn't come. Maybe you are sitting here, you've not paid, you've not given give your tithe for several months. All because the money doesn't come like that. Your finances have been here and there. And so when money is not coming from that place where you were expecting, you must wait. They said, Jesus, said Peter, your master owes. He hasn't paid temple taxes. Jesus was not waiting for financiers to bring money. He was the son of God. And he knew everything was possible. He said, throw your line into the waters. You catch the fish in his mouth, his coin. Take it and pay. What work was Jesus doing? Fishing? No. He used a man whose work was fishing to get the fish. Hmm. all you have to do is to do what his word says. He will cause somebody to just bring to you. Just do exactly what he said you should do. Simple. And that is what is difficult. When it comes to the area of money, and it's one area I don't like talking about too much in church, which is also good for the church. You see, the world have come to understand that Christians go to church because of money, because they are poor. And we go and cry, all because we are poor and money. The rich doesn't go. I'm sure you heard that. It was on social media. They said a woman went to church and was praying. And was praying to God for 100 cities. And a man was standing behind and said, oh, 100 cities, take 200 and go home. See again? You are disturbing. Go home. You know. Yeah. I never wanted to talk about it. Because you think she might be praying about money, but she might not be praying about money. She might be praying about something else. But anyway, she received 200 CDs and went home. But you see, they made it look like Christians are paupers, beggars. And when we go to church, because some of you, when you come to church, that is your mind. So when we begin to prophesy and decree things about money, that's when your feelings come. That's where your feelings come. So that's how we see in the churches. So now all they talk about is how you make money. Christ has become very secondary. 
And it is money. How you will make it. And how your business will flourish. And how they... This is not what we have been asked to teach. It is in what we have to teach. If the people will believe, they see money. You know what the Bible says? Promotion doesn't come from men. It doesn't come from west, east, and south. Promotion comes from God. When God decides to promote you. How do you make money? I receive salary every month. Really? Is that what God wants for you? Salary is not what God wants for you. Salary is, is not what God wants for you. We have what it takes to work it out. The Bible says that give and it shall be given unto you. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall men give to your bosom. But you are not giving. That's one principle. You are not giving. So how do men give to your bosom? So maybe you are seated here. Apart from your salary, nobody gives you anything. Now it can go to this extreme. Even when you go and ask and the people have, they won't give you. But they will give other people. Because givers shouldn't lack. Givers shouldn't lack. That's the reason I'm telling you about this resurrection. You should have a mindset. When I take money out and I give money to Angie, I should never have a mindset that my money is gone. Because I have the resurrection life. Whatever has gone out is coming back. Whatever. Have the mindset. I never give money out thinking is lost. There's something in me. I was born from a place and I have a life that doesn't see scarcity. I have a lot that sees plenty. I have a life. Christians don't obey principles. We always want to open our mouth. Uh, it doesn't happen. Please. May salary not be your lifeblood. You should get to a point where they don't pay you. They pay you, you are not even aware. Today, you are chasing your salary. Charlie, when are they paying salary? You haven't had a renewal of mind yet. That 500, that thousand, that thousand, in this economy, the more they are paying you 1,000, 2,000, the more prices of things are going up. It means you must keep even borrow to add to the 2,000. Which means that if money doesn't come from anywhere, you will struggle. So where would that money come from? That is why the Bible teaches us. Supernaturally how it comes. Supernaturally how it comes. Your, your mindset is not of the world. Please note, you are not. 
you have been declared a son of God with power. We just read. We just read. So live in that mindset. That mindset. Things that go out of me doesn't take doesn't mean I'm dying. Some of you, the reason why it is difficult to even give God in his house. You want you give God at your own sweet time. When you think you have plenty, you never trust him. When God is your source, when you know where your source comes from. Now, when I'm ministering like this and I switch, you just need to know. It could be just one person the Holy Ghost wants me to talk to about your money. Because listen, we are getting to difficult times where the Bible says men shall be lovers of themselves. Which means they will love themselves. Not even your mother will give you. Not even your brother. Not, not, they won't give you. Because they are not loving themselves. So at that point in time, all the sugar daddies and sugar mommies, etc. I bet you your Nobody will be there. Because that's what the, God doesn't prophesy. He said, people shall be lovers of themselves. They will love themselves so much that they don't care about you any longer. So at that instant, how do you survive? Should you go and sleep with somebody for money? It won't even happen. Because you can't cry and so. You must look out for the one who is your source. For some of us, God still has never become the source of our money. That's like when you are taking money out of your pocket to give him on his altar. You think about it plenty times. As if it is your own cash. Because you think you work for it. That is the reason why things will be the way they are. Because you never see God as your source. The day you let go and you see him as your source. You will know. You will know. Now, you should, be, you should be thinking about it. We never ask you to bring anything. Come and pay this. Come and pay that. No, we don't do that. So, how are we able to settle bills, etc., programs? There are some programs we've had that you never paid a dime. We paid for everything. So, you see, You are not our source. You cannot be. You cannot finance God. You cannot. You cannot finance. Anytime you want to bluff church with his money, you are in trouble. And don't ever think it is your money that makes church. WSI will show you. You don't. If you really want to take money, who will take? We rather teach you how you can be financially buoyant, you yourself, for your family, for yourself, and for the things of God. We have learned well and started well to see God as our source. That's why we don't do things in a mediocre way. Money is not a challenge. The only challenge you have is you aligning with the principles of money. 
That's all. The very message that will help them change their mind. I can tell you, about 80% of believers go to church and their mind never get changed. They only go to church for excitement. I mean, I went to church and we danced and we sang, and then they go home. Nothing has changed. So Monday to Friday is the same. They come to church again. Monday to Friday is the same. Struggle. The same prayer they prayed last Monday, they are praying the same again. God forbid. Listen. Take the principles of the word. Don't be in a hurry. Take the word as it is. Hmm. You see, the way your prayer is not even happening on your ankle, or that person that will send you invitation, it will never happen. You know why? You, have, you don't have time for God. God is not a joke. Stop praying only. Or don't pray only. There must be some seed somewhere. These principles really work. These things are real. I am telling you. These things are real. I would love to teach you things that we have tried and tested. It works. Because Christians, we have complained. You know, there's a time, sometimes in your life you have faith for something. Then it doesn't work. Then you give up. Then you won't give again. Then you won't do again. Then you won't pray again. But if the clouds do not gather, the rains do not come down. Listen to me. Most of you here, what will motivate you is not even the name of Jesus. It's money. The name of Jesus doesn't motivate you. You being born again doesn't motivate you. It's money. I know it's true. Money, yes. So if I'm dashing 10,000, 10,000 years, you'll be motivated. In the name of Jesus, you come. <laughs> or when I say come for Jesus, come for Jesus. Uh, don't let money motivate you. Live beyond money. Live beyond money. Money will bow to you. Do you know there are some things you can get in this life without money? See, you haven't... You get a house without money. You will travel all over the world without your money. You will get a car without money. You don't see that as a blessing. You want to have the money. Follow the principles. Follow the principles. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves. Make sure your clouds are gathering. You are being taught well. If you will lay hold on it and work with it, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. You will not be a normal... No. No. I'm telling you. There's a church meeting. There's a meeting. There's, we are going on evangelism. Come for an evangelism some. Then later, dress change and then you can go for the wedding. But no. No. Everything you do, you are sowing seed. For one day, you go for evangelism and that person you will minister to has that support that you have been looking for. I think it happened to one gentleman that shared with us. So, from a very poor background, but the guy loved to go for evangelism. And this guy went ministering and met one man 
and the man received Jesus. Apparently, the guy was a very rich guy. And he asked him, gentlemen, this thing that you have done for me, because he was sick. But when he received Jesus, the sickness left him. Then he told him that this is why, because you, you are not born again, you are blah, blah, blah. The man asked him, where do you live? He pointed to the place. He said, no, no, how can you live there? The guy got three-bedroom house. Just like that, one of his houses. The man he ministered to, God used to be a blessing. Let's go for evangelism. No. Let's go. Eh, you won't go. Everything. No. I'm going for a wedding. I'm going for work. I'm good. These things are still not yielding anything. You have no idea who you are taking the gospel to. Let's go and preach. You won't go. Wedding. You are there. Funeral. You are there. Pool party. You are there. Yeah. Everywhere. Because you have never seen the church as a place where you receive things or your source. Our parents live this life. They never saw anything. Are you with me? Yes. That's why I like Tina. When she gets a job that will take away church, she will resign. This young lady, she will resign. She will resign. You'll be like, ah, are you mad? Now that job. But when she resigns, another one comes. Do you remember her testimony? When we were going to uh, uh, SCP and she was working, they are paying her good money. She said, sir, I want to go for a campaign. They said, no. If she said I was going for a funeral, they would say, okay. If she said something has happened in my village, they would say, okay. But when she mentioned church, they said, no. They said, no. Then she said, is that I go or I resign? And they didn't know who they were dealing with. So they said, then resign. She said, okay, I resign. And we went for the program. Five days, she was praying. She prayed, she was praying, 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 praying. Before we finished, the, I think on the fourth day, day four, four jobs. Was it three jobs or four? Three jobs were waiting for her. They were all calling her. Before she finished the program, you don't, because the Bible said it. He said, whatever you shall lose for my sake, you shall have it hundred. She lost one job. You know, in fact, she resigned from one job. Three were waiting for her. Now she was asking me, Daddy, I don't know which one to choose. I said, the way you pray, pray again. So she prayed, 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 and then she went for that one. Now, the company that she resigned from, they started calling her back. Said, we want you. I told you, Christians don't lose anything. She was not afraid. No. She, could, she didn't go there. The other one that she went, she couldn't have time to come to church. She said, mm -mm. I was there. She said, Daddy, I have something to tell you. I won't go again. I said, why? My father says this. You have gotten a job. Young girl. You won't work. Blah, blah. He said, I won't go. Why? I can't come to church. When I go, even the time to come, when I, they said no. So I can't. The natural man would think she's not correct. But there's no time she has ever quitted that, those kind of opportunities and not gotten new ones. Sometimes God just want, just want to see if you are faithful in that which you have already said. Look, there is a system that we work under. If this, the things of this earth can move your life, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. What do you sow in your life? Ask your neighbor, what are you sowing? 
There's nothing on this earth that is not a seed. Are you aware? <laughs> you cannot be sleeping and telling me you are hearing me. It's impossible. You can hear voices, but you, you don't catch the spirit. And it's the spirit that will do the thing for you. Now, the more you keep trading sleep, the more you keep losing the spirit. Now, if you lose the spirit, all you will have is letter. And what the letter also does is that it kills. So, you realize that you are, you are speaking this word, yet things are going down. Because all you have is letter. You are de decreeing that you will not be sick again. But the more you say, the more you become sick. Because what you are saying has no spirit. Because when we were preaching it, you were sleeping. You heard something. So as you sow, you reap. You sow sleep, you reap sickness. You sow sleep, you reap poverty. You sow sleep. Because sometimes when you think you have to rest, that is not the time he wants you to rest. Amen. Amen. You have the resurrection life. You need to see abundance. Alex, do you know you can start a business before you finish school? Do you? I mean fully fledged business. Those of you in school. You, you work according to the patterns of this life. I need to finish school. Have my certificate. Do my national service. Then get a job. Make some money. Patterns of this world. We call it the traditions. There's a 14-year-old Indian boy in, in, the, in the US. He's in school. But Microsoft have employed him. Full-time. Full-time, 14-year-old. 14-year-old. They might not be Christians, but I see faith. Because the father started training him, knowing that when I train this, my boy, he can be valuable ahead of his friends. 14 years, Microsoft. And if they have caught him at 14, can you just imagine his annual 14? One day I'll talk about value. You can be in school and start a business. Because we are not blocked by the systems of this world. Look, you don't even need to be in school to have businesses. Do you know that? All you need is a spirit. He gives you ideas. He gives you ideas. Ideas without cash in your pocket. Yes, you start embarking on the ideas. You see it happen. Everybody is selling shirts, so you are selling shirts. Everybody is selling shoes, so you are selling shoes. Everybody is selling hair, so you are selling hair. Everybody is selling makeup, so you are selling makeup. Did the Holy Ghost ask you to sell? You are selling because of what your eyes are seeing. Because somebody said, I'm selling hair and I'm making money. So change now. There's money in hair business. Did the Holy Ghost tell you? The Holy Ghost can make you sell Charlie Water. The one behind the business is what matters. There are a lot of Christian companies that are, the Holy Ghost is not behind. They call it Christian company because the owner is a Christian. But the Holy Ghost! Now if you are in school, you are waiting to go through the standard, the status quo. 
you are in deep trouble. Because now companies are not retaining national service personnel. I work, I know. So if you want to go to the status quo, before you come out, you're a business owner. Because you see, you don't live the life that other colleagues live on campus. The faithless life, the, all those unnecessary life. There is a focus. There is a focus. Before I finished school, I was doing, in final year, I was doing statistical analysis for, for, mass, for people who couldn't do mass, uh, their program. And how God did it for me, I was doing it, I was doing it, and it landed me in my first permanent job. I had a permanent job before I finished school. In my, in my year, in my year group, I was the first person that had a permanent job. Full-time employment. So you see, it's something I have seen before. It's something I have experienced. God can make you go ahead of your peers. Do you really believe? If you walk the scriptures, because you see, when people were, were doing national service, they were doing their, their, their internship and they were going up and down. You always see me up there on a story building. I'm praying, I'm praying. I say, Lord, you show me this. Lord, you show me this. Lord, I was reading this book, Purpose Driven Life. Requiring. I was reading it. And I'll read that, and I'll use touchlight, 630, up there. And I'll use, and I, I, I remember some of the pages so clearly. Speaking to me. I could literally see the word of God talking to me. He spoke to me. When I read the, the whole book, I was lying down there. The Spirit of God didn't say that, okay, go and send your CV here. Because as I was sending my CVs around, nobody was taking it. The Spirit of God said, go and pray. From 1130 to, to 1, every day. So you are done with school. Whilst I was praying, people were chilling. People were doing everything. God says, go and pray. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed until I saw a vision of my future. I've shared with you. So you can be a Christian but doing things not authorized by the Holy Ghost. If I give you America and Togo, which country will you choose? Naturally, you choose America. But you go to America and be the poorest guy that ever lived. But when God is behind it, it does not matter where you go. The point is, who is behind me? And if you are born again, the difference between you and the unbeliever is who is behind you. That is the difference. Who is behind you? If it is the Holy Ghost, you are in safe hands. In safe hands. He who has an ear, let him hear. February is gone. We are entering March. You realize that all the things you wanted to achieve, you have not even achieved one. Because even the decision you made, the Holy Ghost was not part of it. It was your own cyclical idea. But before December, I showed you how the Holy Ghost can be involved in your ideas. Do you remember I told you, start meditating. I told you, you can even turn off the light and meditate and ask him. Then you will know. 
Let him, let him give you and let it not happen. Then you say you're a big liar. But it is never the case. Because there is a faith behind this. And we, we see it every day. We see it every day. All we have to do is just to be faithful. Faithful in what we do. I'm telling you. If, listen, if you are doing the things God says you should do, you are rest assured. You are rest assured. Hmm? All right. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny hyphen Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.